staying with writers, another one. And our book reviewer today is with us now. We are welcoming Michelle Rahurahu. Uh, kia ora, welcome Michelle. Kia ora, morena. You have been reading Riwi Ata Haere this is by Jade Kake and Jeremy Hansen, which gives me a clue because they are both uh, architects or architectural writers. This is published by Massey University Press. Yes, it is. Uh, it's a tribute to the late architect, uh, architect Rewe uh, Thompson, who is Nati Pro Nati Raukawa. Um, and this book is just visually stunning. Uh, it's hardback in a royal blue cover with this really striking uh, pink lettering. Um, and inside and out, it's it's beautifully designed by um, Tyrone Ohia, who is Nati Pū, Pū, Pūkina uh, Nati Tirangi. And it, yeah, like I say, it kind of just jumps out um, at you off the shelf. Um, yeah, and edited by Jade Kakir, who is an architectural designer, writer and housing advocate, and Jeremy Hansen, who's a writer and podcaster of on the topics of um, architecture and urbanism. Um, and it's it's strange to say, but it doesn't really read like either a biography or an architectural um, kind of uh, non-fiction book. It really reads to me like a documentary, which I know is strange to say, but it's it's highly informed. But the structure is narrated by the editor's voices and cut with uh, interviews or transcriptions of interviews from loved ones, peers um, in the architectural industry and friends. So it's like you're reading talking heads almost. Um, it's also cut with uh, these beautiful letters and emails that Rewe himself uh, sent and wrote and diagrams of his kind of early, um, I guess, images of the projects that he was designing. And, and then um, these really wonderful meditations on um, architectural philosophy and cultural concepts and I guess what you'd call, well, what they call in the book, translations of these deeper um, concepts um, from the Māori perspective into uh, a kind of broader bicultural vision that's uh, realised in these public spaces. It's it's really beautiful, and I have to admit that I'm not an accomplished architect. <laughs> in fact, I really didn't think about architect architecture, especially public architecture at all. It kind of blended into the background, like, you know, like grass or trees, but... Um, after reading this, it made me really aware of the ways in which architecture is like a is like the river we swim in. Um, it encapsulates the world we live in as a cultural group, and the people that create that world. Um, I, I was thinking of the Cerulean monologue from The Devil Wears Prada, Prada. You know, I think I walk down the street and make my own decisions about where I occupy um, my physical form in that space. But really, uh, that decision that I've made has been uh, negotiated by people behind the scenes um, and those philosophers have, have really ushered me in, uh, into a new way of thinking about that public space by literally ushering me around uh, ushering me around that space through design wow so yeah the philosophy is just it's just beautiful I think he was involved also in the Nyafa prison which it was supposed to be a different again physical built environment difficult mm. um, a different physical infrastructure from you know the kind of 19th century prisons um, and you know uh, did you learn more from the book about his perspectives on how the built environment can be part of I don't know part of healing part of community part of whatever absolutely I think um the really interesting thing, I guess I'm, I'm a youngin, so maybe I don't really understand um, the ways in which architecture shaped, uh, you know, the culture earlier um, in in his history. But looking at it, I could see the ways in which um, 
public or private infrastructure really softens um, the experience of the space. And mm. I think reading um, his methodology in the book, you could see him trying to build a, a place that's rehabilitative um, just by you can kind of feel the sense of, of that push towards rehabilitation through those spaces. So, yeah, I mean, he's really coded that, that Māori tanga, that maturanga Māori into his um, architecture. So, yeah, and you're seeing it everywhere now, which is really amazing. He's it, had a huge influence. And it sounds also like it wasn't, it, as you were saying earlier, it's not written as some kind of technical book or dry book. It's uh, It's got a life, from what you're saying, being brought to life in the way it's been it's been absolutely, written absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. A small note that I had was just that um, in some of the interviews that are just transcribed, the speaker and the interviewer will start speaking in English, um, but then they'll switch in and out of uh, te reo Māori, which is really beautiful. And it's not really translated. It kind of just exists on the page. Mm. Um, and there's also uh, this koha section, which is um, creative responses to Rewe's earlier sketches from writers. So, yeah, it's it's really, I, I think it really encourages you to to learn more and want to know more it pushes that um, intention into it yeah wonderful Yamiki Nui thank you very much for the review Michelle Rahurahu has reviewed Rewi Atahaire Kiateri this is about uh, the visionary thinker and uh, architect Rewi uh, Thompson and it is co-authored by Jade Kake and Jeremy Henson it's published by Massey University Press